Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into a business-growing sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, SEO, and social media advice, and also has strategies and tips from the experts without fluff. Your host is Nick Truman. He's a Shopify expert and an education partner with the Shopify-approved course, 1,000 Sales and Beyond. He's the CEO of JustAskParker.com, a global specialist marketing agency for Shopify owners. Nick has over 13 years experience in digital marketing from PPC and SEO through to digital transformation of businesses. He's helped hundreds of brands from startup Shopify stores through to international enterprises that operate in hundreds of countries. Nick will be sharing his knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Nick Truman. Hi, everybody. Hope you're well and welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. For anyone who's not tuned in before, my name's Nick. I'm the host here and the CEO at Just Ask Parker, who run the podcast. This week, we are doing something very, very special and very different, and it's going to be a complete one-off. And we're having a bit of a celebration because I've realized today's episode is episode 101. So we have hit 100 episodes on the Winning with Shopify. There are thousands of hours worth of amazing material available for free. And what we're going to do today is a couple of things. One is we're going to look back at some of our favorite episodes. So some of the things that have stuck out to both our previous host, Caroline, and myself, and some of the specific learnings, especially in some of the more recent podcasts, that we think it's worth going back and watching. Sorry, listening to. Potentially watching in the future as we are investigating YouTube, as I did announce a few weeks ago. However, for today's purposes, it's going to be listening probably. And just before we dive in, something else has come to my attention that I would love you to do, which would massively support the show. In the UK, we only have four reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is within iTunes, I think, or I did read recently that iTunes had died a, a slow and painful death. But wherever you're listening to this on the, uh, on the Apple interface, within the podcast app on your phone or on your laptop, if you could go and give us a five-star review, I would massively appreciate that, especially if you're based in the UK. So in the US, we have lots and lots of reviews, but where I'm based in the UK, I had a look the other day and thought, we've got thousands of people in the UK that tune in every single week. We've only got four reviews. So if you could go and hit that, that would mean the absolute world to me. I may even release a gift if we get enough free reviews on there. I may release something for free. But without further ado, I have a very, very big surprise just for you guys today. Caroline is back. Caroline, how are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. It's so great to be here. Nick, it is great to be on a podcast with you again. It was a couple of months ago now since we did one together. It was, it was. It must have been uh, June, I think, was when we did the first recording. And of course, you were trying to teach me at the time because it was my first podcast as well. And then I've just kind of sailed on from things from there. But uh, how are you and, and the baby? Is everybody well? Yeah, Ava is absolutely amazing. She's actually here right now on my lap, working mums. This is what we have to do. And I've got her on my um, lap right now. She's feeding and um, trying to fall asleep, which is perfect. And she has no problems with me talking out loud. So yeah, we have a great time together and she's an absolute angel. So life couldn't be better, actually. It sounds like the absolute dream in terms of a baby just wanting to fall asleep. And, you know, I've certainly had my fair share of nephews over the years who uh, refuse to go to sleep and get whiny and all that sort of stuff. And I'm not very good with kids. So I kind of, I love them to bits, but obviously I'm sitting there thinking like, why isn't this child going to sleep? It's not like a computer where you can just click the off button or something like that. But uh, 
That sounds great. No, I'm really lucky. She's She really is. I pinch myself every morning. I'm like, how on earth have I got such a good baby? She wakes up every morning laughing, like completely laughing. Oh, my gosh. So it makes my days just absolutely heaven. I'm so happy. Well, I can tell she takes after you in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I say to her, I'm like, we definitely know who your mom and dad are because my partner and I definitely wake up every morning happy and getting on with you know life and enjoying life. So she's exactly the same. So I'm very happy about that. Nice, nice. Well, it's so good to have you back. Yes, and congratulations, 101 episodes. My God, I remember when I started this podcast and we're at 101 and you've done a great job since I had my baby. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for, you know, taking care of everything so well. No, and thank you for getting stuff started. I think, you know, certainly... Even when I look at the numbers now, people are still going back to episodes from, you know, two years ago when when things really, really sort of got going. And there's certain episodes that when you look at them, you're just like, why are people still listening to this? Like, there's one about, I think, a certain application that like does likes or something within Facebook onto a product or, and it's like, you just had somebody in to talk about that app yet. So many people have gone and found the episode and listened to it. And that was one thing that I did from the very beginning of this podcast, knowing how podcasts work. I made sure that I didn't want any information in the podcast that was going to be over and done with very, very quickly. So when I was interviewing people and some of the questions that they asked me to ask them, I had to say no to for that reason, because I didn't want it to be about right there and then at that second. Podcasts can last many, many years. Like you said, two years later, people are still listening to old episodes. And I have done probably 90, 95% of the every single episode is something that is still actual at this moment as well. So except for probably Facebook ads, which just change very quickly, but most the information is you know still very relevant to this day nice well what we're going to do today everyone and we're going to dive in now i think is caroline and i have crawled through all of the podcast episodes um i focused a little bit more since june time when i took over and caroline's been looking back across the archives from all the episodes that she's recorded and we've put together our top five although caroline's technically got six but we've pulled together our top five that we're going to run through and we're going to link them at the bottom of this description as well. So depending on what platform you're listening to this on, there should be links to go back. Otherwise, you can just crawl through the episodes and find the names of these. But without further ado, Caroline, do you want to give us your number five and then we'll start counting down? Sure. And if you put it into the search bar on any of the platforms, you should be able to find it based on the name, but we will link the actual podcast as well. My first one, so my fifth, and it was really hard. So the order is just, they're all excellent. Number five was Profitable Pins, How to Get Free Traffic with from Pinterest with Nina Kalari. Why did I love this episode? Pinterest is just a platform that so many people are not using. And I think that, you know, if more people were using it for e-commerce, they'd be getting a lot more traffic to their website for free. You know, you just have to go to Canva, create a couple of designs. We talk about it on that podcast. I've also got another if you go to justaskparker.com, there's actually a really good webinar that I did with Nina as well where we go through a lot more details as well. But Pinterest is just such an amazing platform and no one is making the most of it or nearly no one. I probably see less than 1% of e-commerce stores using Pinterest. So that is why I had to put it on the list because Pinterest is a place where you can get a lot of traffic for free. Yeah, we with some large brands actually, we launched their Pinterest accounts and because of the brand awareness and people knew who they were, we had so much traffic coming in from Pinterest. And I also see it a lot actually with bloggers. Until COVID hit, I was doing a lot of work with bloggers at conferences around the world, specifically around Europe as well. And one of the things I noticed in all of their analytics is that there was just this mammoth traffic channel from Pinterest. And certainly for a blogger, it worked incredibly well. 
you know, people would come in, read articles, etc. Yeah. And Kyla, who we've had on the podcast as well, but also in the summit. So the Influencer Summit, which is completely free if anyone wants to go and watch the videos from there. I've interviewed Kyla twice already and she's a blogger. She uh, is an influencer and she uses Pinterest and she talks about the absolute, you know, the traffic numbers that she's getting from Pinterest is just mind blowing. And it's all about promoting products and how she does that really well. So yeah, I think Nick and I, we both agree that Pinterest is really underutilized by a lot of people. Sure, sure. So go and check out that episode, Profitable Pins, How to Get More Traffic from Pinterest. My number five is something that's very, very close to my heart, which is why I've chosen it as number five. And that is episode one of the series we just finished last week, which is on SEO. So it's technically five episodes, not one, but I'm going to focus on part one because part one then kickstarts the rest. So part one was with a chap called Chris Lass, who is from South Africa, and he's worked with an agency and run his own children's furniture company as well here in the UK. So he's an absolute expert on how to target customers and most importantly, what to learn from keyword targeting. All the data is there for free. And if you start to learn about your customers, you can quite quickly transform your store to then similar to Caroline's Pinterest point you can start getting organic traffic in. So go and check out episode one. If it's awful, it's just one episode. It's 30, 40 minutes, but I'm sure you're going to love it and you're going to want to listen to the rest of those uh, episodes as well. We've also noticed an increase in listens where we have done a series. And this is the first series I've really tested. So again, it's been really interesting seeing people plugging in every week. And we've actually had more feedback about this SEO series than everything else apart from something that I'm kind of come on to. I think it's my number two um, that I'm going to, that I've, I've pulled out just because of the numbers, not because it necessarily was an amazing episode. But Caroline, number four. Number four for me was Retus Laris and he is from Omnisend and he did a podcast episode with me, the best email system for Shopify stores. And Retus is amazing. What they did with Omnisend from the beginning and how they actually help Shopify stores. They really looked at helping people starting out. And the Omnisend platform is just absolutely amazing. But in that episode, he talks a lot about just email systems in general and what you need to look out for and why email is so important and how you can make a lot of money. And again, I keep on referring back to episodes that is all about making money the easy way. I think that that's the part that a lot of people miss, that everyone's running around trying to find the next bright, shiny object. But guess what? Email has been around since the beginning of the internet and people are not using it. And really forget about all these bright, shiny objects. Forget about things like Facebook ads. If you're you know, worried about your budget, go back to email. Email is really the first thing you should be thinking about when it comes to your store. And it doesn't matter how big you are. You can be a massive store or a small store, but email is really the key. And if you are not sending out really good emails from the very beginning, then you'll never get there until you know you really build that up. And a lot of people say, but I don't have a list yet. I've only got 15 people on my list. Okay, you've only got 15 people because you just started your store. Great. Start sending amazing emails immediately. Don't make the emails the second part. Make it the first part of your process. So yeah, that episode is just amazing. And Redis is amazing to talk to. And he's a great person. And their company is really, really helpful when it comes to helping newbies. And People that aren't sure what to do with email. Sure. And I think email actually ties in really, really nicely to my number four, which is not specifically about email, but it was actually an interview I did with Dan from Unbound Merino, who are a Shopify store. When I interviewed Dan, I was absolutely taken back by how much 
he spoke about customer engagement and the product and the customer experience, which is not necessarily a quick win. It's something you adapt over time and you learn and you, you, know, you make changes based on the data you see and how customers engage. But one thing I absolutely loved about talking with Dan was specifically talking about how they focused on getting the best product so that people already then just came back and wanted to buy more of those products. And then when they did use email or they did run a promotion or they did put something on their social channel, it would just sell out really, really quickly because people were already buying the product. Their product specifically is something that is currently on my wish list to buy. Again, just from that podcast episode, he was talking about the fact that Unbound Merino Wool is a, it's a fabric that you can make a t-shirt out of or they've made a t-shirt for you. You can buy a t-shirt made of this thing and you don't need to wash it for weeks, possibly months. Now, this isn't because I don't want to wash necessarily. It's more when you go traveling, you only need to take three or four of each item. You don't need to have enough clothes to last you two, three weeks, which obviously if you're backpacking is less weight and you know everything starts to work from there. So I highly recommend checking out that episode. And I've actually referenced that episode, I think in at least 50% of the episodes since just because I think he absolutely hit the nail on the head about getting your product right, understanding your customer. And therefore, things like email just become so profitable to the point where if you don't send one one week, it's not going to interfere with your revenue too much. Can I say something on that point? And something that me talking about email, you talking about you know the customer, um, how you actually look after your customer. I think what I've found after all these years in e-commerce, the biggest mistake people make above everything, and it all comes down to this one point, people are forgetting how they want to shop online and forgetting how they want to be treated. They go and set up an e-commerce store. I see this and Nick, I'm sure you see it as well. We see stores and then they're doing these things and then you say to them, well, hang on, why aren't you doing this, this and this? Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. No, actually, you would want that same experience if you were on another person's store. And I think that's the, if you understand that one golden rule, then you'll understand why email is important, why, why it's important to do uh, customer acquisition properly, why all these things are actually important, why images are important, because you need to make sure your store is what you would want to shop on. Yeah, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there. There's a lot of stores that say, we haven't done that because it doesn't change revenue or something. But again, as you as you pointed out, Caroline, if you expect a certain experience, then you have to nail that. And one of the reasons I actually closed down my Shopify store is when we looked at the experience, we got to a point where my business partner and I said, I wouldn't buy from this store. And it was kind of like, well, we just can't run it, can we? And it wasn't just purely a philosophy. Like We did have some revenue, but it was nowhere near what it needed to be to actually make any income for us. Certainly when we compared that to our main nine to five businesses. And so I think it's absolutely critical you get that right. Mm. Caroline, Number three, and you've put in your notes that you would split between a couple of episodes here. Yeah, I'm a woman. I'm allowed to do this. Indeed. <laughs> um, so my number three, I had to say these two were equal part. Danielle Lewis from Scrunch. She's the CEO of Scrunch, and it was the best research tool in 2020. And Holly Cardew from Pixie. She is the app developer and founder of an app that looks after your images. So taking your images to the next level was the name of that episode. And both of these episodes are amazing for the reason that Danielle talks about how to find influencers. Her tool is completely free. So Scrunch is free for really good features. And Holly talks about images and images to me are so important. They're critical to an online store. And so many people don't understand. I have seen stores that 
tell me, or I even look at their back end, they're turning over half a million dollars a year and they've got terrible images. And I'm like, wow. And they go, how can we make more revenue? Change your images. Sometimes people make a lot of money just because their product is actually needed, but most people are not making money and images are the reason why that is the case. So both of those episodes are fantastic. Both Danielle and Holly are also in our summit as well, talking about other parts of influencer marketing and images as well. So images and influencer marketing are two areas that I think are very important to getting sales on your store. And I was was just going to say and add to that on the image side, obviously from an SEO point of view, don't make your images enormous in terms of the actual file size. But actually, if you want to, you can do things to stop them from interfering with page load. So your page speed is still really quick. However, once the user gets to a point where they're like, right, I want to zoom in on the image, then it could have loaded in the background and that sort of thing. But you're absolutely right, Caroline. Pixie does that for you. That app actually works at resizing images properly. Nice, nice. And the other point to make as well, which is the first thing I thought when you started talking about images, is that I think the biggest thing that people don't understand with e-commerce, certainly when they start out, is that e-commerce is just a digital version of a shop. So an image, therefore, is so important because that is the experience of somebody picking up a product in a shop and holding it and feeling it and, you know, seeing how heavy it is or seeing how it fits size-wise. So make sure your images reflect all of that because that, that, is gonna, that is essentially the bit which is a shop where the customer can make a buying decision. Cool. My episode is... And this is an interesting one because it didn't get many views the week we put it out. But since the views have gone through the roof on this, so I keep saying views, listens, but the listens on this have gone through the roof and it's entertainment thinking with Brian Miller. Now, Brian is a very good friend of mine and he's worked with some of the world's biggest brands over the years. He's worked at Saatchi and Saatchi, which was the big advertising agency. And he was very, very senior there as well. He's worked in TV and he now runs a company called Paddle Consulting. And what we spoke about in this episode was entertainment thinking. So a lot of the podcast episodes we've, we've done generally focus on just do this, this and this and see what happens or here's how this works. With Brian, we took an enormous leap backwards and took, looked at the big picture to say, actually, how do we entertain our customers? How do we bring in something that entertains them and inspires them? Because that isn't just going to drive you know, a single purchase on a page. This is about how do you build a brand in the long term. And I'm sure all of us have certain brands that if they're on sale, if they email me, I just buy stuff. I love them to bits. Brian was talking about how you become one of those brands. So I definitely recommend checking out the episode. And if you're sitting there thinking, my store just looks a bit boring. It's just, it's just the same as all the other stores out there. That's the episode for you. That, that's the one that talks about how do we bring our brands to life? And one thing I love as well about him is he talks about this thing they've invented called FUBI, which is F-U-B-I, which is funny, useful, beautiful, inspiring. And all of your content fits into one of those four categories. And they've recently done a project for Witch. I think Witch is in the US as well, but I might be wrong. It's enormous in the UK. And they essentially do lots of consumer research. And they did an enormous project using FUBI. Um, I can't share the details of it, but he did show me some of the deliverables. And it was phenomenal seeing some of the things that came out of this. And to give you an idea, they even helped Jaguar sell their new SUV. So Jaguar would normally make two-seater sports cars and that sort of thing. And suddenly they build a family car. Yeah, it's one of the most popular luxury family cars in the world now. And they were massively at the forefront of how do we bring across this message and entertain people with our TV advertising when they walk into a showroom, etc. So again, I highly recommend listening to that episode making lots of notes and thinking, 
is my brand just a, you know, a few words up at the top left-hand side in the logo box and the rest is functional? Or actually, and this comes back to imagery um, and color design and everything else, UX, are we actually entertaining our users and our customers? Caroline. Yeah, I love that. What I've found over the time of doing Just Ask Parker, we do the main thing we'd start with is a website audit. And that's what we find is that when we do audits, people always come back after an audit and say, wow, that was outstanding, the information you gave me. But we pretty much that what you've done is summed up a really easy way to think about it. What we do when we do an audit, we go, look, what what is it about your website that actually makes it stand out? There's nothing there. So by having a little formula for it actually makes it really easy for people. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. And what was your number two then? We're almost at the top now. My number two was Dan Grief with the episode, How to Get a 16% Conversion Rate. He's a Shopify merchant. I have worked with him for about two years now and him and his wife, Basma, have little store, but once you actually hear the episode, you'll be like, wow, that's amazing. They both work full time and they're running this on the side that they do these beautiful brownies, different flavored brownies in the UK. And they are getting a 16% conversion rate on their store, which is just outstanding. They haven't even hit the US yet, which, you know, just says everything that they're they're doing so many things right. And the great thing about that episode, if you go back and listen to that, I'll also in this episode, I'll link in the show notes, the masterclass that I did after that, where I actually broke down his website and why he's actually getting such a great conversion rate. So I've done a masterclass where I actually take every single section, I've screenshotted it and marked out these are all the things that are hitting the the right points. So it's a really good way. And I've actually had some clients already just go through their own website and just copy that. It's just a formula. Copy it. Do it to your own website. You sell something different, so it's not going to look the same anyway. And people are finding straight away that they're getting a higher conversion rate just by making those changes. So listen to the podcast episode and then go and watch the masterclass as well. And we'll link that in the show notes as well for you. I got two rhetorical questions. One is, who doesn't love brownies? And the second one is, why did I not know about this masterclass? I've I've watched some of the content. Obviously, I've only been in the business since June, but I have no idea about this masterclass. So I hope you're going to link me to it as well at the end of this, Caroline, because I'd certainly like to go and see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was one of the last ones that I did. It was right towards before I went on maternity leave. So you and I were just talking about so many different things at that stage. So it probably didn't come up, but yeah, I'll link that. And brownies, the brownies are actually keto. So they're like weight loss brownies. So they're even better and they taste delicious. Last time I was in the UK, they brought me over two boxes of them. I nearly finished all two boxes on the night that they gave them to me. They're just delicious. I hope they're listening to this episode. But um, yeah, it sounds amazing. Dan always listens. So yes, yes, yes. You've got to um, actually, I'll connect you with him. He's a really good guy. Good. Well, we might have Dan on the show again by the sounds of things. So um... yes, I wanted to get him back for sure. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Right. My number two, and I've been a bit selfish and a bit selfless with this. I've been selfish because it's one that I did, but I've been selfless because I don't think this is one of the best episodes at all. However, it has led to more emails and messages coming in than anything else. To be perfectly open with you, we now have a handful of new clients at my business in spec because of this episode, which is partly why I've pulled it out. And it is Facebook ads versus Google ads. And what's even more hilarious about this is I put a huge amount of work into a lot of these episodes. Not all of them, but quite a lot of them. We put a huge amount of effort in. We record people, we edit them, we listen to them back, we make some adjustments, we create other material we're going to push out alongside the podcast. 
This one was the first one I did on my own after we did, did a sort of handover one, Caroline. And it, I literally just hit record and was like, what should I talk about today? Oh, that's a big thing everyone asked, Facebook versus Google. And I just basically waffled for, you know, 20 minutes. One of the shortest episodes. However, it's got more views than any other episodes that I have been involved in. And I think, I feel like it's just one of those magic moments where you just kind of, you know, you shot a bullet randomly and it hit the bullseye. But I thought I'm going to include it anyway. Yeah, but I think that's because it's so on point. And I think that because you've been, you do what you do, you could do it in your sleep, Nick, because you've been doing it for so long. I think that's a like you and I, as the educator, as the people that do this on a regular basis, we forget just how much knowledge we actually have without thinking about it. So that makes sense. And the fact that people need to hear that, they need to understand the difference says it all. So I, I actually believe it. So that's fantastic that it's getting so many views. I'm glad that people are actually noticing that they need to know that. Yeah. And I think what's really interesting actually is a lot of those people are already spending money on Facebook. Facebook Pixel was telling them that it was converting really, really well. Yeah. And when we had a look, it wasn't. It was just Facebook Pixel was saying, oh yeah, they liked your Facebook page as well. So we'll take a conversion for that. Thanks. Yes. And we'll charge you for it as well. When actually... What didn't happen, which Facebook was essentially claiming, if you don't understand the data, is they were claiming someone had clicked on an advert on Facebook and bought something. Mm. So my, my episode was mostly to say to people, have a look at Google. Because if you're on Facebook, you're talking to your friends, you're checking out the news, etc. If you're on Google, you are looking for things. Yes. So in terms of buying intent, somebody who's searching on Google is ready to buy and again, I just, I, I, we're actually going to cover it. Marketing, not push marketing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we, or we call it inbound and outbound, you know, so inbound is where people are coming into you. Outbound is where you're reaching out and convincing them. You should be interested in this thing. Whereas inbound is they're already interested. We just need to get found. We are actually going to do a series as well. I think starting in the middle of November, possibly December on pay-per-click advertising. So we're going to do an episode on Google, an episode on Facebook and a few other episodes on a few other channels. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well. But Caroline, number one, what was your top, and this is such a hard choice when I was putting my list together, what is your number one episode on the podcast? It, I know. And look, I loved all, all the guests I've ever had. Um, the one that I put as number one was actually with Brett Owens, and it's how to get other people to sell your products. I think that I chose this one because a bit like what I said before, all these bright, shining objects, everyone wants something. And we're, we're trying to run our store and we're trying to actually get our sales into our store. But if we can get a way to get some other people to do the sales for us and bring us the ready customer, it can actually take a lot of the stress off you to concentrate on other things. So that's why I really love this episode. And Brett Owens has been on this. He's been on the summit. He's also been with you and I on, we had a panel discussion one day. Brett is, he's been in the industry for about 20 years. This guy is so knowledgeable. So it's a great episode to understand how to get other people to sell your products on your behalf. Amazing. And just to say as well, I have actually been talking to Brett recently and we might get him back, you know, towards the end of the year or early into the new year as well. So absolutely go and check out that episode. I think it's certainly, uh, certainly some amazing learnings there. My number one, and I have to admit it was not the most exciting episode, but actually I just thought it was the most productive. And I think that this was essentially the epicenter of everything else when it comes to e-commerce. And my number one episode was an interview I did with, again, another good friend of mine, Chris Marshall. Chris Marshall is an expert 
in web and he and his team and me and my team have worked together a lot on very large enterprise projects over the years. So we've been playing with things like Salesforce, Demandware, Magento 2, some very heavy integrations with some of the biggest brands in the world. And on the interview, we spoke about the fact that Chris's business now called OnState, they are now focusing on Shopify and Shopify Plus just because they can still do all the enterprise integrational stuff but the actual front-end website now has become so simple. And the other thing we spoke about, which was so key, I think, is just the fundamental basics of how to get sales from your store. And there's one piece of advice he gave in that, which I'll share now, that I think is so important and so easy to do. And his piece of advice was this. Get people to use your website. You sit next to them, potentially two meters apart, given COVID and everything else. Um, but you sit next to them and watch how they use your site. Don't tell them anything. Don't answer any of their questions. Just ask them to speak out loud everything they're thinking, everything they're trying to do. And in doing that, you will learn what is broken, what is not where it should be, and what the pain points are. So obviously, long term, you will start to use data to do this with Google Analytics or Hotjar and the, all these different sort of fancy tools. But certainly in the initial instance, again, that's something I keep referencing on various episodes since that interview we did. So my number one is very much to learn about how to get sales from your store. Because as you said earlier, Caroline, that's why we all got out of bed this morning. That's why you run your store. It's to make sales, it's to sell products to customers. And again, Chris pulls that apart. Somebody who's done it for years and years and years, right away from design to massive technical integrations. And I think, again, just showing how the world has changed over the last few years, the fact that they are now moving away from these big industrial expensive platforms and working with Shopify. Admittedly, most of their clients are Shopify Plus stores. But again, I think it's such a such a big switch. No, I think that that is so true. And that comes back to where we, just as Parker, usually do a website audit. Because what I find a lot of people saying to me is, but my mum said it's a really good website. My friend said it's a good website. My boyfriend says it's a good website. Yeah, but that because they have to be nice. They don't want to tell you the truth or they don't understand what they're talking about. Whereas what you're talking about there is just get someone to sit down, your mum, your boyfriend, doesn't matter who, and get them to walk through the website, talk it through. Then they're not giving their opinions. Um, they're not trying to be nice. They're just explaining what they're doing. And I think that that's where you can take away that, you know, someone trying to be nice and then finding someone that can be useful and helpful for you. Sure. And I think it's, it's absolutely key. If you can, essentially, we call them pain points. If you can remove some of the pain points from the website, then naturally people are going to be buying more, your conversion rates are going to go up and your average order value might start to increase as well. And I think driving traffic to the site is one thing, but what a waste of time if they're not going to convert when they arrive. You know, you, you need your house to be in order before your guests turn up. Um, it's what my girlfriend keeps reminding me. Uh, but uh, Yes, I think, again, I think some amazing findings there. I think we'll, we'll draw this to a close now. But Caroline, thank you so much for coming back. It's been so good to have you. Any final thoughts for people while you're here? Anything else that, you know, you were super passionate about the podcast recently? You're like, I just want to share this last little bit before we say goodbye. Yeah, I think that that's the most important thing is what we've actually spoken about through this whole um, episode is that you need to understand how people want to view your website, how they want to experience your website. And you only know that by how you would want to go through someone else's website, the emails that you want to get. Do you want to be able to talk to someone live? You know, all these people are saying to me, oh, but I don't want to have live chat or I don't want to be um, emailing people back, but you would expect that. So 
Treat people how you would want to be treated and the great things that you've seen when you've been out shopping on other websites and do that to your own website. And a lot of these things are free. It's just a matter of wanting to take that initiative to make that happen. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again, Caroline, for coming back. I appreciate, you know, baby is currently on your lap. And again, she's sleeping yet. Oh, good, good. Nice to know my voice is soothing enough to send somebody to sleep. But uh, (laughs) thank you so much for coming back. And uh, we will have Caroline back as well in the future, everyone. Don't worry about that. And congratulations on 101 episodes. It's really great. Congratulations to you too. You're you're probably a bigger part of that than I've been so far. But uh, here's to the next 100, I think. And anyone who's listening today, next week, we are kicking off a new series as well. Again, off the back of this SEO series being so popular and us getting so many emails and bits of feedback about it. We're going to do another series um, over the next four weeks. It's being sponsored by Bright Pearl, and Bright Pearl have released a report in the UK and the US, and it is only available to listeners of Winning with Shopify. So if you listen to this podcast, you can get exclusive access to that. Next week, I'll be telling you how to do that. And next week as well, I'll be interviewing an absolute retail legend. He's got his own profile on Forbes to give you an idea of how well-known he is and how much of a voice he is in the retail space. So please do tune in again next week. As mentioned earlier, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, especially in the UK, please give us a five-star review. I thought the amount of good people we've had on here and the amount of amazing interviews and the advice we've shared, um, I've massively felt like that four-star was just like a little dagger in my heart. Um, So please do go and give us a nice little five-star review on there. If you're in the US or anywhere else, please review us as well on, um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. But thank you so much. Caroline, thank you again. Thank you. Great to be here, Nick. And we'll be back next Friday. Sign up for free for the Shopify-approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. See you next time.